Hello, and welcome to the Vorthos cast. I'm Lorelai Weissel-Labrizzi. I'm Brian Dawes. And I'm Chris Delano. And we have a very special interview episode of our show this week. Uh, we are here with Bella Guo from Wizards of the Coast. Uh, Bella, yours is a name that people might not be familiar with. Uh, so uh, you work with the Phyrexian language, which is very, very cool. Um, but, uh, let's give you a moment to, hey, what do you do at Wizards of the Coast, uh, is, is the language all you work with? What else do you do there? So my, uh, my actual job, the thing that I work on most of, with most of my time is, uh, Arena. I'm a feature developer. All this means is I make the buttons in Arena do stuff. It means I also, you know, stamp out some bugs, stuff like that. Awesome. Arena, good program. I had... A bunch of arena work wrap up today so exciting uh um but yeah so you also uh with mary catherine uh work with the phyrexian language uh we got to say hi at magicon philly uh y'all did a wonderful panel there if uh our listeners have not watched the panel yet it is up on the uh wizard of the coast youtube page Probably it's right near our panel, which I hope you've watched also. Uh, <laughs> but um, it's a great panel. It was uh, you and Mary Catherine. Your excitement is just so intoxicating about this topic. Uh, it's it's been uh, really wonderful to listen to you uh, talk about that. Um, so uh, for folks who haven't watched the panel, um, talk about uh, how, how did you get in, how do you get involved with something like this? Uh, this this is not exactly you know uh, a regular game dev type job here to to <laughs> manage an entire conlang. So so how does one get involved with uh, a language like this? Yeah, so we're, uh, we're super excited to talk about it because this has been a project that's been many years in mm -hmm. the making. Um, way back in the pre-COVID days, uh, we, we took this class together that Eli ran. It started out as a really big group of maybe uh, a dozen or so people. And dur during this class, right, we took... Um, Eli, you know, went over the, the pronunciation. We took notes uh, on that, right? We talked about many of the topics that we covered in the panel, actually. We talked about, you know, the vo vowel harmony and how that actually works. We talked mm -hmm. about these tense and mood markers that are, uh, you'll hear more about from the, uh, from the Beetle and Grimm folks. And, uh, but by the end of this class, because this class was so, uh, uh, so complicated. There were so many pieces going on. Uh -huh. It was just me, me and Mary, Mary Catherine left at the end of it. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds really cool. Uh, for folks uh, who don't haven't been around, uh, Eli was the old uh, rules manager and and had been managing the language uh, for a while uh, as well. Um, and uh... yeah, so when uh, when and when we got the language, when we first started working on learning the language all these years ago, right, we um, were told that there was going to be a lot of Phyrexian coming up. But I think we mm -hmm. didn't really quite, well, I at least didn't quite realize just like how much Phyrexian was going to be coming up. <laughs> but I think uh -huh. Mary Catherine had an idea because she put in a ton of work to like really gather our resources and to clean it up. Um, mm -hmm. so our lexicon used to be in this like, uh, in this PDF and she put it all into this like super 
easily editable Excel spreadsheet. Uh, she actually also worked on the world guide to consolidate uh, like the key points of this language for uh, artists. So that way the artists wouldn't have to also learn the language. Mm-hmm. And then we worked with the artists to also get this um, to make sure that they're using the stuff that we're giving them. Because oftentimes in the concept art, uh, they would just like insert a little placeholder for like, if our mm-hmm. language goes here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if, if uh, folks, there's a uh, look at uh, a lot of pieces in um, Firex O will be one there. There's a lot of Firex in script, which is uh, we've got we got teased uh, in um, Dominaria with um, Firexian scriptures. Uh, and and there there have been a couple cards like trickled out. Uh, and a couple Phyrexian language promos, um, but All Will Be One was, like, taking it to a whole new level, um, which is very cool to see. Um, so, how, when you're working with a language like this, um, especially as not the person who created it, this was something that had already existed that you kind of came on board with, uh, what happens when you have to make new words? Or oh, does yeah. that happen? Yeah, we do definitely have to make new words uh, for this language. Um, we generally have like a few rules. We're not going to share the, those rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pulling like, the curtain back a little too far. Um, yeah. Tr- um, trust me, NDA-wise, <laughs> this is the most terrifying interview we've ever done on the show. Because <laughs> uh, I'm still like a little weirded out that we're in a state where stuff about the language is actually being shared. It used to be like, you know, we just say nothing to pretend it basically doesn't exist. Uh, so yeah, continue uh, new words. Yeah. So there, there are like some rules for how uh, these words get, mm-hmm. uh, but like the most common rule, if you've, especially if you've been paying attention is that like Phyrexian were Phyrexians love their consonants. The mm-hmm. language is really focused around these consonants, uh, but like not all not all consonants are created equal. For instance, um, Phyrexians don't really like nasally sounds; they think they're kind of gross because it implies you have a nasal cavity to be able to make these nasally sounds. Uh huh. <laughs> and we know noses are not perfect, so they're not allowed <laughs> post completion. <laughs> yeah, it implies you you're still a little organic. Breathing is overrated. <laughs> we we do have a, a note here kind of related to this about uh having to put names into Phyrexian and and also um to anglicize Phyrexian names. Yeah, exactly. Uh yeah, so th- we could go through and learn how to pronounce some of these Phyrexian names and their epithets too if you want. Oh, that that I would be wonderful. Awesome. <laughs> I will absolutely do my best, but as a warning, I have always struggled with learning languages. So, like, the fact that you've learned an entire language that doesn't even exist in the real world uh, baffles my mind. Because um, I struggle to learn, like, French. And I know people who speak French, and they're not from another uh, universe. So, <laughs> they're not from another plane. Um, so, the fact that you can learn and speak Phyrexian is just mind-boggling to me as, like, an impressive feat. So I will try my best to pronounce some of these words and embarrass myself uh, many times over. Oh, great. Well, we, we will all be embarrassing ourselves in the eyes of Elish Norn because there's a lot of clanked and sliced consonants in there that we just can't do. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, you guys want to start with, uh, with Elish Norn? Yes, sure. please. All right. So Elish Norn uh, starts with a glottal stop. So 
uh, up is all the way at the back of your throat. Uh, uh-huh. It's like this sound between uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Phyrexian, this a sound is actually really heavily emphasized, like almost to a comical degree, to someone who speaks a language in which glottal stops are common. Um, this is because in Phyrexian, when you really overemphasize a glottal stop, it you like clank it a little bit so, mm-hmm. to show it's like a status symbol sort of deal, show that you're really speaking proper Phyrexian here. Mm-hmm. Right, so it goes. That's just good diction. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, so Elish Norn is Elsh Norn. Oh, sorry, I forgot to roll my R. Elsh Norn. Elsh Norn. Oh God, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> oh, no. I I oh. can't roll R's. I just oh can't. well, then uh, they'll uh, they'll put in some rolling R's for you when they do the whole completion process. I'm sure. Just just put a oh. button on my shoulder that I can just press that rolls the R's for me. <laughs> yeah, I think this this S is also sliced, so we we'll have to pretend that there's some little metal scraping going mm-hmm. on while we're doing this Elsh. Uh, okay, that goes Elsh Norn, and then we Elsh. do. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just practicing. <laughs> okay, great. And then we can do her epithet, which is Mother of Machines. So this is going to sound first off is going to sound a lot like Yogmoth because it's where Yogmoth's name comes from, right? Mm-hmm. Father of Machines. So we start with yak. Yak. Okay, so okay. Oh, sorry. Yak. Okay, I think we can we can do one syllable at a time. Ready? <laughs> okay, ready? We can do yak. Yak. Okay, glottal stop in there, right? So yak. 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 Guj. What's that last sound in there? I'm trying it's to... a uh, okay, okay. So the the technical word for it is it is a voiced uvular fricative, but basically this means uh okay. So voiced means you're vibrating your vocal cords. U- uh-huh. Uvular means it's all the way at the back of your throat. Um, and fricative means that you're constricting the airflow. This Phyrexian language sounds torturous, <laughs> which is, I think, appropriate. Yes. Yeah, I, I've of, had to... Yeah. I have this giant thing of water here next to me, and I'm uh-huh. sure it'll be empty by the time we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Ooh, so, so it's ya, yeah. ya, excuse me, ya, 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 ya. It's got like, it's got like a, oh, it ends with the glottal stop, so it's like yeah, ya, ends with, yeah, ya, ya, ya. I plead processing disorder here. I am I'm trying to keep God. I what I really need is for someone to like I need like a little drop of of glistening oil. I think that would really help me out here. You don't need just a little it will really loosen things up, you know? No, I don't think you need that. I think you're good. All right, you yeah. want to move on to Jinka or you want to uh-huh. keep trying? Oh, no. <laughs> Can we do something simple first, like hello? How do we say hello okay. in French? Okay, let's do let's do let's do hello first. Okay, it goes. There's like a. Is there like a clank sound in there? Is that? Yeah the the glottal stop. It starts with the glottal stop. It's clanked. So I it's it's yeah it's it's a little tricky to to catch. So a ton. A tongue. 
Yeah, mm. so that, that N, I'm not really doing it right. It's all the way at the back of your throat, too. So it's Atang. Atang. Yeah, you're doing great. Yeah. All right, we can we can deal with the easier names uh, first, if you want. We could do... Yes, uh, please. <laughs> okay, let's do... You, we, Let's do the um the, the domini. Oh uh-huh. yeah, the domini. Okay. Yeah, they, they all have pretty simple names. Okay, so we'll start with Mondrak. He is uh this for this uh his name is super simple in Phyrexian. It's Dom Mondrick. 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 Okay, I can roll ours a little bit, I guess. So yeah, it's just it's it's about the same in our language as it is in theirs. Yeah, exactly. You'll see that in English, right, we've added a vowel uh, in the spot of the infix, uh, just because us fleshy, for our fleshy mouths, it's just way easier to pronounce if there's a few more vowels in there. Uh, <laughs> and, and this is referring to the A in Mondrak? Yeah, so it's it's yeah. not actually in the Phyrexian version of this mm-hmm. name. Right, the next one mm-hmm. is a little bit trickier. It's Tekuthal, okay. and in Phyrexian, it's Tekuthal. Oh, yeah, I see. The, they they don't have that last vowel in there, do they? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so teku Yeah, I'm really bad that the glottal great. stops. I'm oh, there's no glottal stop in this one. The, <laughs> oh. the K is clanked, however. There's just like so few vowels in here that it's just like awkward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, you want to do Drivnod? Drivnod is also is another easy one. Sure. All right, this one is Drivnd. Drivnd. Yeah, great. All right, let's do let's do Solfim. Solfim um, and Zolpendrol actually both have two O's as their first vowel. Um, uh, so this is just like, if, right, in English, vowel length doesn't really matter. But mm-hmm. in Phyrexian, right, there, there's a difference between O and O. Right, what what is just longer? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Right, so solfim is solfim. Solfim. Yeah. Sol-fim. And then and then zopendril is zopendril. Zopendril. Yeah. Oh, those are those are those are Phyrexian names that have been uh, anglicized rather than anglicized names that have or English names that have been turned Phyrexian. So that's that's a little bit easier for us, I think. Um, well, Elishdorn, Jinkataxius, and crew are also all mm-hmm. uh, Phyrexian names that have been turned into English names. There's yeah, but just... these ones are easier. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, th- these also don't have epithets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the P in Zopendral is also clanked. I just wanted to point that out because we lack the metal bits to clank them. Uh, now, how many of these metallic consonants are in Phyrexian? Oh! I'd have to pull up the chart to look, but there's like a bunch of these. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was gonna be like easy, like three, but clearly not. Um, are there are there any like character names who are not native Phyrexians who have Phyrexian names? Yeah. So for... like completed characters, for example. Yeah, we could do Omnath. Omnath is also real simple. So Phyrexians don't really like starting names with vowels. So Omnath mm-hmm. gets a glottal stop added to the front of his name. Uh, so his name becomes Omph. 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 <laughs> <It> just... <laughs> Sorry, I just tried to say it. It sounded like I was eating something. But uh-huh. I think that's appropriate for Omnath. <laughs> well, it's, as, as a character who the community uh, has affectionately named Om Nom 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 Nath, 
Uh, that is appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very on brand. So, so, so I guess my question there is, uh, the the glottal stop at the beginning is that similar when we're saying hello in Phyrexian? Is that why that word also starts with the glottal stop? Because, right, sort of, it's like a similar thing where we're starting with the vowel sound is weird, so some kind of consonant has to go in front of it. Oh uh, well, maybe this is my brain just like having a hard time wrapping around thinking of a glottal stop as its own consonant. Well, I, it's a good guess, but not not quite. Tun is its own word, right? Uh, whereas umth okay. uh, is something that was converted from from English, right? Sure. Um, and, and it, hmm, yeah, right. So so atun is just spelled with a glottal stop because to them it's right. just another consonant, just right. like I don't know M. Yeah, this is the realization I'm having is that I'm, I'm realizing that it's just a letter. And, and so in order to say Omnath and Frexy and they're like, can we just put, please put a letter here to make this easier? Uh, yeah. It'd be yeah, like if we seems... called them Nomnath. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Like, basically, right? It's a similar kind of thing. It's it's like us putting the, the A in Mondrak. But the other direction. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's it's kind of like my last name, right? So my, my last name is actually pronounced Guo, but like that's hard to say in English, so it gets angelicized to Guo, mm-hmm. right? So so like for 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 Phyrexians, Omnath because it starts with a vowel is really hard for them to say, so they they just stuck a constant in front of it. Well, when you have aspirations of reshaping the multiverse in your image, I guess you get to do that with words a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say it this way, so let's just change it. <laughs> I, I I hate to just change subjects, but like going back to learning the language, um, I know that you you can't tell us any of like the fine details of it, but like what was the process like learning it? Because you you mentioned that you're you started becoming the the mother of languages um before uh we had the pandemic. So uh, but I, I know that like development cycles are like two years long sometimes. So like how how soon did you start learning it to when you started having to get involved with with helping them create all will be one? Yeah. So okay. Well, so for, first of all, uh, I'm not the mother of language. I am the the lowly speaker of language, <laughs> uh-huh. and Mary Catherine is the true mother of language. Yeah, we're not holding any coups here today. <laughs> I mean, we don't, could don't, if you want to. Don't worry. With a few <laughs> more modifications, you can usurp her. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I've got this notebook next to me. Um, it's got like a ton of notes in it, right? Um, we, uh, Eli actually made these really nice handouts for us in mm-hmm. in class, right? For us to uh, take notes on, uh, and also so th- for us to like mark up and stuff. I think the 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 like lesson that I personally found the most helpful was um, doing the going over the the old praetors. Mm-hmm. And going over how those got translated was because that let me uh, and the rest of the class see the sentence structure uh, and, you know, learn some mm-hmm. more of the like grammatical rules beyond love. Like, mm-hmm. right, because it's like easy to know that, oh, yeah, an infix is supposed to go here, but it's hard to be able to pick one practically when you're like mm-hmm. trying to stitch a sentence together. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to talk about a Praetor because, you know, they're super important. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Elish Norn appreciates how much you have to talk about her while learning the language. 
Oh yeah, Alice Norton was in fact the the first one we did. Don't don't tell her this, but uh, her ability <laughs> is also you know pretty pretty straightforward to to translate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So uh, I recall you having a, a background in linguistics in some fashion from the panel, right? Yes. Uh, kind of. I I don't have any official linguistics training uh i did you know um yeah i i did I, I i am bilingual at one point little kiddo bella was a trilingual but has i've since forgotten german <laughs> me too so <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah the mat the the camp story about yeah. like the math language yeah yeah i'm remembering now it was the food language. Yeah, Mary Catherine's the one who has the actual uh anthropology background right right Right, it was anth- y'all two are very cool, and it's been very cool <laughs> to interact with y'all. Um, no, I, I just have a, so I took Latin in college, and um, my our uh, professor was uh, an adjunct who was very laid back and was very honest about practical applications of learning Latin. And it's like, look, this isn't Spanish, this isn't French, this isn't like Mandarin. You're not going to have a conversation with someone in Latin. The primary use for learning this language is you are going to translate Latin into English. And so that's what we're going to focus on. Um, and uh, I, I guess my question is, is learning Phyrexian kind of like that, where a lot of the focus is on that kind of um, recognizing uh, st- some basic structures so you can build them out and do a lot of that translation work as, as kind of like the practical angle on it. Hmm. If that's a thing you can say. <laughs> Which is going to be like the caveat for the whole thing. I don't think they're walking around the office and written talking to each other in Phyrexian, but maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, kind of a terrifying have... thing to walk into. <laughs> when I first started learning Phyrexian, I had this dream of being able to play a whole magic game in Phyrexian. Uh-huh. Uh, but then, but then I learned that you know I can actually say like a quarter of these consonants with my imperfect uh-huh. mouth. So, so that's about how far that dream went. It's way more than I can say. So you're doing, you're doing better <laughs> than me. Um, yeah, we 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 had a a a fun exchange in uh in Philly about the um Planeswalker VO in Arena and like actually getting to hear Phyrexian spoken, uh, uh being very cool and. Uh, I, it, it, for some reason, it, like, didn't click until y'all talked about that. Um, it, this is actually just a language that's actually never been spoken, um, truly in its actual fully realized form because humans can't do it. Um, and so, uh, it's yeah, cool that some Mary of that Catherine, exists now. Mary Catherine and I keep on talking about how, to one of these things, we should bring finger symbols and, like, uh-huh. you know, some like metal sticks or whatever just so that way we can uh-huh. actually clank the all the constants uh-huh. as we go but uh we've never been on top of our our lives enough to get these finger symbols and metal sticks uh-huh oh i guess another thing in learning phyrexian uh, I, th- I think like it differs from learning latin in that because Phyrexian is a conlang, we do need to yeah. like understand the motivations of the language well enough to be able to right. extend it if we need to. Right. Yeah, so I guess that's an interesting... 
Hold on, I'm trying to figure out what what the actual question I'm I'm building up uh, to, so I don't ramble too much. <laughs> um, like like there's there's a difference between you are learning a language that like literally millions of people spoke, um, even if it's a dead language. God, our Latin textbook was called Latin Alive and Well, and I think that's the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. Um, but but uh, w- with the conlang, it's something that's constructed that it, that is built for specific purposes. Um, for in the case of Phyrexian, uh, this exists in a world of corporate art and corporate game making. Uh, so, like, like one of the things I really like about the language is how harsh it is. Like, part of the reason why a lot of these words are hard to say is because Phyrexians are scary horror necro cyborgs, and their language should reflect that vibe, right? And so, um, conlines get to do things like that, and and I guess for like we talked a little bit about, um, you know, sometimes having to make new words is, uh, I, I guess, like, you can't just go to dictionary.com and select Phyrexian and come up with billions and billions of pieces of vocabulary with all their various conjugations and whatever. You, you have to do the work to make that up yourself when it's needed, um, which is... I, yeah, I, I, I guess what you're saying. Very different than learning, like, an existing standard language. Yeah, we often have lots of discussions, too, internally about, like, oh, should this new word be based on an existing word, or should this mm-hmm. be an entirely separate concept? Uh, so, I... Uh, cool thing is, so then, uh, maybe this is a question that can't be answered, but so, functionally, sometimes you have to be, like, Hey, do we want to construct diegetic etymologies for words? Um, Sorry, what what, do you, what is what does diegetic mean? Uh, in, within the universe. So, like, I see. Uh, for some words, we do. For other words, we yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't. I can't uh, go into yeah. this too much, unfortunately. But uh-huh. the, the short answer that I can give is sometimes we do. Yeah, which is really cool. Um. I know, I know there's been some times in, like, really old magic lore where they have tried to create in-universe reasons why some words exist. There, there was... It might have been in, like, an old Inquest or Duelist magazine where they there was, like, a reason why the word Armageddon, which is, like, a specific proper noun that has been borrowed into English... Um, exists in the magic multiverse uh you know where the book of revelation in the bible isn't real um and uh you know stuff like you know on on creative text team stuff like that comes up every now and then the word pyrrhic has um appeared on a few cards and uh that's not a myth that exists in the magic multiverse um so uh Mm -hmm. i don't remember where i was going with this (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I have a, a question that kind of follows that is um, we, we were talking about the Praetors of Elish Nor and Jinnikatax, etc. Uh, the word Praetor is like an English, well, it's not an English word, but it is a, a word from our world. So like, how do you, how do you translate Praetor? Like, it, how did that, how does that word become Phyrexian? Latin yeah. strikes again. <laughs> Latin strikes again, yes. <laughs> yeah, so it's... um. Uh, Phyrexian actually has a bunch of loan words, um, mm-hmm. and and Praetor is just one of them. They, in particular, like to borrow titles, and they view Praetor as w- one such title. 
uh, when when making when phyrexianizing words, they they tend to lean towards picking a harsher consonants uh, where appropriate. Mm-hmm. All right, so so prater in phyrexian uh, becomes pakaider. Yeah, there's uh, there's also yeah. a T in there. Pakaitra. Oh, it's a T. I was hearing a D sound, okay. and I was like, that's an interesting choice, but Pakaitra. Ah, I can't roll. Rolling my R's, struggling. Pakaitra. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's got the same, um, the the consonant before the T is the same consonant that Yagmoth starts with. Oh. Yeah, so it's actually. So there's actually not any sort of diphthong going on here. It's just the ah uh, sound followed by the first consonant of Yagmoth, which is ya pakai Yeah, and then Carrick actually uh, decided his name didn't sound Phyrexian enough, even though Carrick is, you know, a ph- started off as a Phyrexian, so his name is also mm-hmm. Phyrexian. He actually decided it didn't sound Phyrexian enough, so he wanted to make his name even more Phyrexian and turned it into That is a name with uh, as few vowels as possible. <laughs> he, is, he really took it seriously. There is a schwa in there, uh, but, you know, schwas are generally pretty soft, so you don't hear this one very very much. Mm-hmm. So it's just How did you... I, I'm sorry, could you do it again? <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I need, I need some more water to roll my that R's. That is a lot uh-huh. of R's to roll. <laughs> Do you want to try it, Lorelai? Do you want to... No, I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking about how Joyra has bad taste in boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good taste if you're on the Phyrexian side. <laughs> you know, that's fair. So it's like, Karik. Yeah, that was actually great, whoever whoever did that. Yeah, I, I tried to roll my R as long as I could. Karik. Uh, the, the first K is clanked. The second K is mm. not, but we, again, have weak, fleshy mouths. I mean, fleshy and it, for sure. But uh, I mean, like, <laughs> I, could, I could get some dental implants. I could go for it. Oh, I used to have braces. I know what that's like. Okay. <laughs> but I, I guess, like, um, you've talked about like, the finger symbols and things like that. Like, what is it? What are like some of the shortcuts? Do y'all do y'all take some like shortcuts when you're trying to to say these consonants that are sliced and clanked and and things? Do you have like a a way that you pronounce them? So like if you're talking to Mary Catherine and you say one of the words, she knows like, oh, that was the clanked consonant or that was a sliced one. Oh, we generally just omit them and hope that it's clear from context when Mary Catherine and I mm-hmm. are talking to each other, right? Obviously, if we're talking to other people, uh, we'll clarify after we say it, but mm-hmm. generally, Generally, uh, right. We found that it screws up the pronunciation too much in order for us to like make a little clank sound with our <laughs> mouths. <laughs> I can just imagine, like, uh, it makes me think of the P- Key and Peel skit where there's a they're doing the funny names, uh, and one of them has a drill, a, a jackhammer sound in the middle of his name. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, for one of them, for one of the, um, for one of the clanked peas, um, we, we have a, uh, that one's got a little metallic popping noise, like the sound of making a, of, of like popping a shirt button. Mm-hmm. And, and for that, you, you can kind of approximate it with like a little, right, when you pop your lips a little bit. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Just like a little. Yeah. Is that, is that in any, uh, 
any of the names of the uh, Praetors that we haven't tried yet? Uh, let's see. Um, I thought I saw it. Oh, oh, it's in it's in Jinkataxius's uh, epithet. You want to try Jinkataxius? I'm going to say yes, and I'm going to be very, very bad at it, and that's fine. I'm accepting that. <laughs> All there right. are no Phyrexians on this call to correct me, as far <laughs> as I'm aware. Allegedly. I've got my eyes on you, Lorelai. <laughs> oh, look, if I was a sleeper agent, I'm pretty sure I would know. That's what they all say. <laughs> all right. Jingataxius. This yeah. already is, I'm sure it's going to be difficult for me, but we're going we're gonna to try. All right. So it's in his epithet, which is progress tyrant. So Jin mm-hmm. is Jin. Jin? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in it. You did a great job with it. Jin. And then his Gataxius is actually super short. It's Gyuk. Gyuk. Oh, I think I cut that short. Yeah, Gyuk. Gyuk. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I like the, the I like the the clickings at the end. I like when it when it has that little. I don't know what you would call it as a linguist, but the like a like a word that's got a k in it. Hmm. I, I I'm sure there's a word for this, but I have to admit I don't know the official word for this. <laughs> All right, and then we we got progress tyrant. Uh. Okay. So we go. We've got k t p t q. And it's in the, it's the, the P sound is supposed to be the popped one, but it's just like very hard to do it when it's surrounded by two consonants. Yeah. And the K is also clanked here. So it's Q. Yeah, it starts with a K. So Q. So is it, is it Q or is it at the end? It's, it's. We. We are also having a harder time by by doing this over Discord call, so I'm I'm trying to. <laughs> oh, to you're get right. The Discord might correct. might also be filtering out some of the f- oh, it, noises. Yeah. It's not recognizing a speech. <laughs> so it's it's trying, and I'm trying too. So yeah, it's a it's a T sound followed by a P sound followed by the same T sound at the so, as the last three consonants. All right, so it's like a yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm trying to do it loud enough for Discord to recognize. We we are putting ourselves at risk by teaching Discord Phyrexian. Oh no! <laughs> if if Discord if your computer starts leaking some oil, I'm very sorry, uh, but that's fine. I'm Discord is fine. so happy. Look at its cheery little logo. There's no way it could be evil. <laughs> All right, so so Jin is just was that just like Jin? Yeah, Jin and yeah, then... and then progress tyrant is. Oh, we actually never did the second half. Okay, this <laughs> uh, progress tyrant altogether is. Oh my goodness, I didn't roll my oh. R. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> oh, I did a K at the end, so the T again. I don't know why, I just want to go. And not. Or. This is going to sound so weird to our listeners who are just hearing a bunch of popping sounds. I promise you our audio is fine. <laughs> this is not. Oh, I, I, am a, I am amazed at how these words are created. Um, just because this is really, it really does sound like the kind of language you would hear a bunch of uh, necrocyborgs talking to each other in. Um, so that is 
really incredible. It it feels it feels like something entirely alien, and I love that about it. Um, oh, I'm so glad you like it. <laughs> um, sort of talking about that, I know that uh, you, you don't you can't give out any any details of it, but they they are coming out. Beetle and Grimm is publishing a little notebook, um, which you got on stage, and everyone was very jealous um, from Beetle and Grimm. Uh, did y'all work with them on that at all, or was that like a? Oh yeah, I worked with them a whole bunch with on mm. uh, on that. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. There's going to be a ton of language details in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, we we provided a lot of the we provided a lot of the, the linguistics content that was going to go in there. Uh, I I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, and from what I understand, it, it's written from the perspective of a Talarian wizard trying to like decrypt and decipher the language, which is very cool too. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, and then if you if you read the the a breakthrough in. Phyrexian mm-hmm. language and communications, you get a little bit of a idea of what of of his fate. Oh, all right. Well, no spoilers because I am <laughs> I am looking forward to it. Um, I've uh, I've got some friends who who have put into order it, and I will be uh, borrowing their copies um, and doing some reading. Uh, I do have a question because you put a note here. Um, Shieldred talks out of her belly mouth. Okay, oh, so I need, I need some <laughs> That's what I was going to get to. I'm sorry, this like, has been on my mind since we got uh-huh. like a list of, of notes. That is that is something I need to know more about. Okay, I mean, okay so if you pull up a picture of uh, of original Shieldred, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, are you looking at original Shieldred? Yeah, yeah I, I'm familiar with her belly mouth, but she talks out of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, if you look at her, you know, uh, her her non-belly mouth if you look at her head mouth like it looks pretty human how is she gonna make all those clanking noises with her very human looking mouth Mm -hmm. so she makes them out of her belly yeah i mean you gotta clank those glottal stops somehow to sound like a real proper phyrexian she can't have any of the other you know steel things trying to contest her for power because she's mispronounced a word in a speech jeez Is this oh. why she's the whispering one? Because she has a mouth that can't make all the sounds, so she tries not to talk very loud, so no one makes fun of her. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe. New headcanon. <laughs> that is that is pretty incredible. Um, just the thought of that, and then it is very terrifying. I know that in the panel, y'all mentioned a little bit about the way that uh, Elish Norn and Urabrask talk very differently. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly because Urabrask, like y'all said, likes to like shortcut some of the rules and or defy them of the language uh and elish norn has a very specific way of talking uh or at least a a, like what is it it's a tense marker is i think the the word that y'all use that is very popular for for elish norn oh yeah 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 uh her favorite tense marker is kapa right uh it's the i think it's the tense marker for giving commands she loves bossing people around. And then Urbrask, uh, you know, he likes to innovate with the language. He like likes to make up his own rules sometimes. Do you do you have any like uh I guess you probably couldn't I was gonna say do you have any like headcanons about how some of the other praetors might talk differently? Because um, I know that when we read them in our language, uh Gingataxius has a very like mechanical, precise way of talking. Uh 
where he he sounds kind of like he's very scientific with everything he says. Um, and yeah. I imagine, yeah. Yeah, if when you... writing Jin in English, I treat him as a long-winded thesaurus. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, I think it was pretty accurate. I think if you uh, ever translate the basic lands, I think that's a pretty good representation of how the Praetors talk. Oh, that's that's a clue. A scavenger <laughs> hunt for all the language fans out there. Oh, I love that. That is, that's very cool. Are there, are there, so I want to try and get through some more of these Praetor names before we end, but, but they're, they're really hard, especially the, the epithets. Is there like a shorter Phyrexian name that we could learn how to say, or a term that we should learn? Um, you gave a list of names in your notes and, and some of them like Urtai, who is not a Phyrexian name, I how did that get translated? Especially since it does begin with a, a vowel. Yeah, so they uh, their favorite thing to do when it begins with a vowel is to just add a uh, glottal stop at the front. Especially because it's like pretty hard to hear if you're uh, unable to clank it anyways. Um, right, so Urtai is just Urtai Tai and the, again, they pull the same trick as they did in Praetor, where they end it in the same consonant as uh, that Yawkmoth begins with. So it's uh, it sounds a little bit vowely, which is why they, uh, they, they're able to replace the I sound at the end with the Tai. So it's like, uh, trying to do the glottal stop. Tai. Uh, 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 or Tai. Oh, I'm not rolling my R. Oh, yeah. There's so many things I'm getting wrong. <laughs> it's okay. You're making great progress since when we first started. I'm never going to graduate uh, on time. <laughs> I'm never going to be a real Phyrexian. Um, <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm not doing this the start right. Oh, this is uh, this is a fun language. It is very cool. Very difficult. Yeah, Very if you're fun. having a lot of problems with uh, mm -hmm. glottal stop, you you could also cheat it a little bit and just like make a little k k k sound at the back of your throat and make it really mm -hmm. quiet and cut it tight. I'm no, I'm putting too much K into it. Oh my god, I'm just embarrassing myself in front of all of our <laughs> listeners. They're gonna learn that I don't I don't have the proper uh, phyrexian mouth parts to make this. Uh. Yeah, uh, if uh, another way to think of the glottal stop is that it's the difference between a mountain. And mountain. Anyone else want to try Urtai before I keep embarrassing myself? Absolutely no, you're not. doing great. I'm having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can also move on. You want to do Zancha and Atraxa next? Yes. Zancha, yes. Zancha seems like it would be a fun one. We we like Zancha. We yeah, do it's... like Zancha. Zancha, uh, right, in, in English, her name ends with a vowel, but that's again because we, we're really bad at glottal stops, so uh, we, we miss... We, you know, uh, us humble English speakers have misheard this glottal stop as an A. So it goes, K-anch. K-anch. Yeah. So this is, uh, it's a really mm -hmm. back of throat noise. Remember the um, the R sound he made at the very end of Mother of Machines? It's that same sound, but this time it's not voiced. So you're just pushing the air through as opposed to vibrating your vocal cords. So it goes, K-anch. I have never thought so much about my vocal cords as I have tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Great. It means you're making good progress. All right. So can you do Zancho one more time and then I, I will give my go. Yeah, for sure. It goes. K -anch. K -anch. K 
Anch. Yeah, that's great. All right, all right. I'm 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 trying. Anch. Yeah. Good. Okay, so do, they do have a ch sound. Yeah, is, exactly. Is that a, and that's not like a sliced syllable or a sliced uh, consonant. It's just a ch. Yeah, this sound. this is this one is not sliced. Mm -hmm. The the s okay. version of this sound is sliced. Well, okay, I am. It's very am very learning. very important in case the Phyrexians ever discover a world that has a Chuck E. Cheese on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, and let's let's close it out with Atraxa because we are we are running, but I do want to get through Atraxa's name. Okay, Atraxa is Atrak. Oh, I forgot to roll the R's. Okay, ready? Oh God, Atrak. Yeah, Atrak. Atrak. Really good, actually. Yeah. See, like Atraxa, I've always, I've always, you know, been an Atraxa fan. So that's that's just natural. Um, <laughs> so I, we are running up on our time here, and I don't want to keep you too much later. Um, I do want to ask if someone is interested in learning more about this language and learning, maybe getting ready to understand it better. How would you recommend they approach that? Oh, I think that's a Really interesting question. Uh, I think it depends on what their goals are, right? If their goals are to mm -hmm. translate Phyrexian into English, um, hmm. I, th I think, okay, so we, we gave this tip at Magic on Philly, and I think I'll give it again, which is that Phyrexian very rarely splits up words into two different pieces, but they love uh, prefixes. Uh, in particular, prepositions are prefixes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so if you, uh, if you rec come into a bump into a word you don't recognize, uh, try seeing if it has any prefixes that match other words. Oh, okay. So that is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think if you wanted to learn Phyrexian to be able to translate stuff that is in English to Phyrexian, um, I, I think your best resource there is probably going to be looking at basically everything we've translated so far and seeing, trying to pick out patterns for, for how these, uh, for, for words and for grammar uh, it's it's hard for me to give like a great uh -huh. answer here. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I well, and, and also I, I I assume a lot of uh, fan community work with the language will get a lot easier. Uh, I guess a lot easier is in quotation marks uh, when the when the Beetle and Grimm's book comes out because that's like forty some pages I think I'll said uh, in the panel of of stuff. Yeah, they've actually run out of space to be able to include every <laughs> single thing we want. But I uh -huh. think basically everything you need to know is going to be in there. Right. Yeah, uh, again, I'm very excited to see it. Um, yeah, it is It is jammed, pack, uh, packed full of information about Phyrexian. So once that comes out, the, the answer to that question will be, look at the Beetle and Grimm guide. Uh-huh. So I, I know I'm I'm not going to ask you to translate something on the cuff, but do you know the Phyrexian word for goodbye? We know hello, or we learned hello. Is there a word for goodbye that you can share? Or do they not uh, believe in goodbyes? Because I think that would also make sense. Well, I don't have a word for goodbye uh, for you, unfortunately. That is fine. I was just thinking of how we can close out the episode <laughs> with some Phyrexian um, but I I think we are about at our time. Um, is there anything else you want to share before we, we start wrapping up? Oh, I think that was it. I'm glad we had the opportunity to go through all these name pronunciations. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. There's a few we didn't quite get to, but uh, maybe uh, maybe we'll we'll get to talk again soon. 
Needle and Grimm's book is going to come out sometime in July? Question mark. Someone can look it up and post about it uh, and correct me. <laughs> it's it's either June or July. I don't know why. Again, uh, the lines keep lurking in in the background here. Uh, I don't know why June and July are stuck next to each other. The two four letter J months. It's very confusing when I can't remember things well. Um, it's somewhere. It's sometime this summer is is when mm -hmm. the Beetle and Grimm stuff comes out. So, um, yeah, very exciting. Uh, do you have yeah. a fa fa favorite aspect of Phyrexian culture? My favorite aspect of Phyrexian culture? Hmm. Or, or like a favorite thing about Phyrexia? Oh, well, my favorite thing about the Phyrexian language, at least, is how it's diverged under the five praetors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, one of the very cool things about, I think, new Phyrexia compared to old Phyrexia is, is the way... Um, cultural developments and factional infighting uh, have have changed, uh, and it's it's really cool to hear that the language has been part of that. Like like from a world building perspective, that that the language has been included in that factionalization. Uh, it's a very cool world building aspect um, that gets to be really unique to Phyrexia as you know Magic's Conlang. Um, rip to whatever the language on Ikoria uh, was. Terran? <laughs> oh, we, we had a language on... Uh, we didn't... There was... It wasn't like a conlang or anything, um, but there was... I think there was a name given to like a local language, and I know we had some direction about the common consonant and vowel groups. When we were working on Icaria. Oh, interesting. Okay, I uh, I don't There's know that much about Icaria lore, unfortunately. Um, it's the only time I've ever otherwise encountered any language things like this. Um, but uh, now Phyrexian is very cool. Uh, it's it's really just been in the past year we have gone from hey, we know almost nothing about the language other than that it exists and there's some promos with it too. All this wealth of information that's been shared. Um, and so huge thanks to you, Bella, uh, and, and to extended to Mary Catherine for, for maintaining this language and uh, doing all the work. Uh, uh, there were, there were, God, there was so much cool merch at Magicon Philly with Phyrexian on it that y'all talked about, like, doing, you know, all the translating uh, work for uh, and, um, you know, getting to see it in card art, uh, making my little arena aspiration happen with all these characters getting to say all will be one in Phyrexian. Uh, shout out yeah. to our actors for speaking Phyrexian. It's yeah, the voice actors and actresses did a great job, and I, I had no idea it was like we were going to be doing this much Phyrexian when I first signed up for Eli's class all those years ago. Uh, -huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh well, I, I mean, Mood, I was working on a uh, Kamigawa Neon Dynasty, and I was like, oh, we have a Phyrexian planeswalker. We, we can make her say all will be one in Phyrexian. I think that would be sweet. And then it was like, hey, what if you did a Johnny? And then I was like, cool. And then I was like, hey, what if you did these five other characters? And I'm like, <laughs> what? Uh, so it's it's been it's been a fun. Our Phyrexian journey is almost over, though. March on the Machine is out soon. Thank goodness. 
Uh, spoiler warning, I thought they were going to win. I thought the rest of Magic was going to be Phyrexia forever. Uh, ma- magic, the the greasening. Um, I mean, the gathering, the all will be one. I mean, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, story folks, when this episode comes out, it's only a couple more days till March of the Machine story starts. Uh what is what is the date of that Thursday? The 16th. Mhm. It's one week from today. Well, recording day, but this comes out on on Monday. We're we're a little time displaced here. Chris, come on. <laughs> um got to take some lessons from Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, that's true. God, I'm so excited for a March of the Machine story. Y'all have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> all right. Bella, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was wonderful. This was really fun. It's just so cool that the Phyrexian language is a thing that exists and is maintained and, and gets to be part of magic and has, like such a passionate fan base around it uh you know even the folks who aren't doing like trying to do the translation work and are just like excited that it's a thing that exists uh has been really great to see um listeners out there hey now you can try to pronounce some phyrexian names too and also make fools of yourselves uh until the glory of phyrexia graces our world um and if you like the show and you like our little fancy episodes and enjoy our interviews especially, I know they're some of my favorite episodes we do, you can head over to patreon.com slash thevorthoscast and support our show starting today. Everyone who does gets access to our Discord community where everyone's going to be freaking out about the story. Vorthoses from around the world are there talking about it. There have been so many predictions. It's been it's been really fun knowing what happens and watching uh, everyone on our server uh, make predictions and guesses and theorize about things that may or may not happen and characters who may or may not appear. And some of you are right and some of you are wrong. And y'all don't know which yet, but soon. Uh, so so if that's a kind the kind of community you want to be a part of, you want to find more people like you to talk about this stuff with, our Discord is a great place for that. Um, shout out to all our listeners who just get excited about our show. I had some wonderful folks come up at Magicon Philly, and it's it's just it's just been so great uh, interacting with y'all. And uh, so thank you all for listening. This has been the Vorthos Cast.